everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve. I am super excited about being here this sunny day in Southern California. This is an exciting time to be alive. We are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, a.k.a. Young Harriet, and my mission in life is to lead my people out of financial slavery. And I was just listening in to Miss Lynn Richardson, and she was telling y'all to say no to those loans. If folks don't know how to pay it back, I will tell you. I talk about that all the time in this cryptocurrency space. You know Cousin Earl. Cousin Earl may ask you to borrow some money, and sometimes you know he may or may not pay you back. And that is exactly what I attribute to you purchasing some cryptocurrency that you've never heard about before in your life. It is just like giving money to Cousin Earl. You may or may not get your money back out of that exchange. So tread lightly and understand that that philosophy goes towards so many things in this cryptocurrency space, including some of those NFTs. And we're going to be talking about that as well a little bit later on. We're going to do a whole show to help you break down and understand those NFTs and that analogy with Cousin Earl and saying no uh, to doing loans that you know you're not going to get your money back on. So with that, this midday money chain is absolutely incredible. The information that she is giving is incredible. If you did not get an opportunity to listen to what she shared today, please uh, download the app KBLA Talk 1580 and go back and listen to that podcast because what she said was the absolute 100 and 99999 truth about, you know, just what we need to do and how we need to govern ourselves as it relates to our family and those that we love. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, here on the head of the crypto curve, we are celebrating uh, and observing Women's History Month, which is we're calling Women's Her Story Month. And my quote for today is a strong woman is one who feels deeply and loves fiercely. Her tears flow just as abundantly as her laughter. A strong woman is both soft and powerful. She is both practical and spiritual. A strong woman in her essence is a gift to the world. And that is an unknown author. I couldn't figure out who wrote that, but I absolutely loved it. And so I wanted to share that with you today. And the young woman that we are paying homage to today is Tanya M. Evans. Now, Tanya is a global leader. She is accomplished in the academic and the administrative field, uh, and she is a world-renowned speaker with over 20 years of experience in law, innovation, and academia, and entrepreneurship. Dr. Evans is currently serving the tenure as a full prof professor at Penn State Dickinson Law School. Tanya has the expertise in the areas of intellectual property, new technologies, including blockchain and distributed ledger technology, entrepreneurship and innovation. She also is an advisor to startups. She deals with entertainment law, trusts and estates 
and municipal finance. And to Miss Tanya Evans, we really appreciate all that she is doing in this blockchain and cryptocurrency space. And I'm so looking forward to having her on the show to talk to you about what we need to be doing as it relates to trusts and the states uh, in our cryptocurrency. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, just really excited to be able to honor Miss Tanya, Dr. Tanya Evans this day for Women's Her Story Month. As we um, get through this show today, we're going to be talking about a couple of things. There were some exchanges that I told you all never, ever, 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 ever use. And one of those exchanges was Robinhood. But today we're going to have a little bit of a talk about Robinhood because Robinhood has made some small adjustments. And anytime anyone does something in the interest of our people, we want to make sure that we're recognizing that. So we're going to talk in depth today about Robin Hood. And um, we're going to make sure that you all are understanding exactly what to do and what not to do on Robin Hood, because I know I said do not ever. And they have opened up their platform and they're they're trying to, you know, treat us a little bit better. But we still have some things that you need to know about Robin Hood. And then we're also going to go into our crypto scoop. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a not we, but the world, I'll put it that way, because everybody's getting involved, is in a full-fledged war. There are so many things going on behind the scenes that we are not seeing. A lot of the talk around the war has to do with cryptocurrency. And so while I don't want to come in every day and make you feel somber and really uh, scared about where we're going, we want to make sure that we're informed and at the same time getting the news that we need to govern ourselves accordingly. And so we're going to go through a couple of things as it relates to the news and just making sure that we are in the right place, doing the right things, listening to the right people. And so I have some really good news today that we're going to share on Crypto Scoop. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we will be uh, talking about Robin Hood. This will give you an opportunity to get your friends and family tuned in download that app maybe you send out a quick text message and tell them to download the kbla talk 1580 app if you also want to call in if you have something to say about anything that i'm talking about feel free to do so the number is 800-920-1580 again that number is 800-920-1580 i don't need to be the only one talking up here you can call in you can share we can talk we can talk about some of this crypto scoop because you know we got to be safe out here on these crypto streets but with that ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we will get our crypto news and we will also talk about robin hood this is kbla talk 1580 in a moment, in a moment. more with Naja roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on kbla talk 1580 you're listening to ahead of the crypto curve with Naja roberts on kbla talk 1580 all right, ladies and gentlemen. So let's let's just have a real down to earth talk. You know, a lot of times when I'm talking about Bitcoin specifically, we'll, we know that cryptocurrency is this big, huge asset class. And I'm kind of going over this because I know we have some new listeners out there. There are over 16,000 cryptocurrencies out there, Bitcoin only being one of the 16. So, and I call it an asset class. It may not be technically that, but just so you understand. So like there are, uh, there are tennis shoes or sneakers, depending on what side of the country 
country you're on. Some folks call them sneakers. Some people call them tennis shoes. Either way, uh, there's a bunch of them. So you have your Nikes, your Converse, you have your Asics. You have all these different types. Cryptocurrency exactly the same. You have tons of different cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin specifically, uh, I talk about. Uh, and I would like to push and help push mass adoption. If you catch me most times, the back of my cryptocurrency shirt states mass adoption is the mission. And so I want to make sure that you understand when I bring these articles up, it's all about us understanding that cryptocurrency Bitcoin is here to stay. And in order for it to be here to stay, we have to get something called mass adoption. That means people have to start to use it. People have to start to accept it. And so anytime we get something that happens in the news, that's a push towards mass adoption or not, because I swear never to be biased on this radio station, just to help you understand what's going on in its totality. I want to bring it out. Now, some of these things may not seem like a big deal to you, but it is based on the fact that we're not just talking about the use of cryptocurrency or Bitcoin in America, but globally. This is a global movement for mass adoption. So in sharing this first article with you today, uh, it is the fact that Southeast Asia, and you know in Asia is China, but in Southeast Asia, the, the largest online sneaker marketing marketplace now accepts Bitcoin. So you know how many people are over in Asia, period. But in Southeast Asia, their largest online sneaker marketplace now accepts Bitcoin. And the name of that company is Novel Shift. Now, that, that does not mean much to us over here in America. And I know folks could be possibly listening to us from all over the world. But the fact that they're accepting Bitcoin as a payment is really a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. It actually moves us uh, closer to mass adoption. And they picked up this gateway provider called Triple uh, A. And we're going to learn a little bit more about AAA and what they do. And we've had a lot of business owners lately asking how they can accept Bitcoin. And it's really easy. You don't need a gateway platform or anything like that. But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is a big deal that they're accepting uh, Bitcoin specifically to sell their sneakers over there. And they're going through the same thing because. Uh, that everybody else is doing in order to, of course, have an account through this this AAA company over there in Singapore. Their central bank is is making everyone do the KYC. We know that stands for know your customer. So they're putting in place all the anti money laundering, all those things that they need to be putting in to make sure that their their system is not shut down by the government because they're abiding by what they feel like should be in place. And it's not mandatory, but everyone is working to try to make sure that mass adoption is here and that it stays and that there's no um, there's no backlash later. So uh, that was some big news because there's a whole lot of feed over there in Southeast Asia. And if they're able to utilize their Bitcoin is great. Now, on the flip side, I'm always talking about not spending your Bitcoin. So, yes, I have a tax accountant that accepts Bitcoin and he even gives me a discount for paying in Bitcoin. And I also uh, just recently had someone tell me that I could pay them in Bitcoin. My compliance attorney, I pay in Bitcoin. But if I look at the Bitcoin that I have paid them in the past, specifically in 2020 and 2021, 
that Bitcoin has actually almost doubled for them uh, just based on what I paid out to them at the time that I was paying them for their goods and services. So the reason why I'm always telling each and every one of you to think more objectively about holding on to your Bitcoin is because I thoroughly believe that Bitcoin has not reached its full potential. And if you utilize it for goods and services, then you won't have it when that price gets to where you really feel like it should be or where it's going. And so that's also the flip side to having mass adoption because folks need to use it. But we want other folks to use it. I'll say it that way. Let other folks spend their Bitcoin. Let other folks go in and build out these infrastructures. So when we get ready, when our community sees and understands that the time is for us to, uh, I hope that we never have to spend our Bitcoin because I hope that things come along, systems come along, products come along that allow us to leverage our Bitcoin and never, ever have to sell it like we have to sell. And I won't say have to sell Big Mama's house, but like we have a to sell Big Mama's house. I hope that my children and their children's children never have to sell Big Mama's Bitcoin, right? So we're looking forward to these new processes. Again, this is so new. Things are going to come along that will allow us to spend our Bitcoin. But you have to think twice about whether you want to pay for a pair of sneakers right now that may be $100. And later, you may look back and those sneakers are still in your closet. But now they're worth $1,500 because the value of Bitcoin has increased. So be very, very careful with that. I want to make sure that we are understanding that. And that is young Harriet shedding some light on that situation for you. Uh, one of the other articles that I wanted to bring to your attention was Mr. Robert Kiyosaki. And all of us know Mr. Robert Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad. In fact, Many of us that are in the space where we are empowering ourselves have read his books. We listen to what he says. Uh, we've we've modeled some of our businesses after some of the things that he's he's taught us about the different quadrants and things of that sort. But ladies and gentlemen, he just made an announcement and I'm not saying he's right or wrong, but I want to put it out there because our community uh, likes to hear from those individuals that are in the space doing things. And Mr. Robert Kiyosaki says that this war has given rise to cryptocurrency as a safe haven more than fiat. Now, why is that important to us? Because later in his little article, are not the little article. He talks about um, how this Ukraine, what Russian war is pushing folks uh, away from fiat money and getting them into cryptocurrency and how and why that's a great idea or not. But what he stated, and I'm going to go ahead and do a quote and we're going to kind of talk about it. We're going to let uh, I'm going to shine a little bit of light on it for you. He basically stated that we are in the biggest bubble in world's history right now. And the U.S. government will eventually seize all cryptocurrencies. He predicted, now this is his prediction, that the government will regulate cryptocurrency, this entire uh, sector. And he said that they will launch a Fed crypto, which we already know to be the CBDCs uh, that may be coming down, not may be coming down, will be coming down. But ultimately, Kiyosaki stated that cryptocurrencies will be seized and folded into government crypto. Uh, his prediction, however, a lot of us, you know, heavily 
criticized him on that on social media. People were telling him that not all cryptocurrencies can be seized. And I've made sure that you all are understanding that not all cryptocurrencies can be seized because if you are self-custodying your crypto, which we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, then unless you give them your private keys or, you know, whatever you need to give them, then there's no way for them to get that. Uh, and some folks would stop and say, well, you know what? The government cannot do that. And I'm going to keep saying this because some people are listening today that weren't listening last week. Take a look at the presidential executive order of 1933. The United States president ordered all gold turned into the Federal Reserve Bank, bank officers or representatives. They can absolutely do the same thing today. So there is no reason for us to be naive and feel as though they cannot because they absolutely can. But we can eliminate some of that with self-sovereignty, which is holding our own private keys in this space. But decentralized cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin cannot be seized within the network unless you hold it on a platform. And so that's where he went wrong with that specific statement. But we're going to make sure again that our community is understanding how important self-custody is. And I'm here to help you do that. And again, that's young Harriet shedding some light on that for you. The second thing that I want to shed some light on, uh, and we're going to have a whole series, probably a week talking about different NFTs. And I think I'm going to do that uh, on the week that we go to march on Capitol Hill and speak with some of those folks on Capitol Hill about the black and Latino community in cryptocurrency. I think that's the week we'll probably start talking about these NFTs and NFT projects. But I want to share with you something that uh, happened at South by Southwest. And I didn't go to South by Southwest this week because I am dedicated to making sure that this information is getting through through the studio. And so I'm here this week instead of there. And so but I've been getting firsthand news. Uh, someone was sharing with me uh, sitting at the table with Baron Davis what was going on uh, and what he's planning on doing in this cryptocurrency space. So I'm really optimistic about some of the projects and some of the things that are going to be assisted with uh, as it relates to our community. But also out of South by Southwest was uh, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg, who actually stated and made a statement that Instagram is now working on bringing NFTs to their platform in the very near term. So, ladies and gentlemen, when you are on Facebook and you are or are Instagram and they're starting to do things like, as we know, change their name to Meta, which is short for Metaverse. Um, which is also means eternity. The symbol means eternity. Like there's all these subliminal things going on. You're going to get on Instagram probably in the next two to four weeks. If he's announcing it at South by Southwest, he knows we're all standing by waiting. They're going to be putting these NFTs out for you to purchase. I am not saying NFTs are good, bad, indifferent at this point, but I want to make sure that our community is understanding that they are specifically designed to market you so that you buy them no matter what they are. And I'm not talking about those that are in our community that are getting support for their music or their art or any of the things that they're putting together. I mean, there are some great initiatives behind some of these NFTs, but I would caution you to use 
uh, to buy some of these things that are coming out on some of these platforms where we know that they have traditionally and historically taken advantage of our community. So I'm just going to ask you to caution yourself as it relates to that, um, to getting on those buying those NFTs on uh, Instagram or even Facebook, because I know that they're going to be doing that very, very soon. So what he did state was, I'm not ready to announce exactly what's going on today, but over the next several months, the ability to bring some of your NFTs in and hopefully over time uh, be able to mint things right with inside the environment. And so that's what they're going to be doing on Instagram. And I'm telling you that because when you see it, I don't want you to think that it's so valuable that you just go ahead and buy it because it's on Instagram. We don't know what blockchain. We don't know what coin we are token. I should say token that they're using that they're building on. Uh, and I also want to uh, make sure that we are clear that there are NFTs that are built on the Bitcoin protocol um, as well. So people are always saying, well, you can't do NFTs on Bitcoin. Well, you absolutely can. And they are doing it. And so you just need to know that. But I do not want our community to get sidetracked when they see NFTs on Instagram. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we will be um, we're finished with our crypto news so i can keep you safe on these crypto streets but again if you have anything that you would like to talk about please give me a call at 800-920-1580 again that's 800-920-1580 i would love to take your call when we come forward ladies and gentlemen we are going to have an in-depth talk about robin hood which i have said many many years ago is robin the hood we talked about five exchanges that you should never buy Bitcoin on. And Robinhood actually was one of those uh, exchanges that I said never, ever buy uh, Bitcoin on. So because some of you are new, we'll go over those really quickly. One is SoFi. One is Venmo. One is PayPal. One is Webull. And they never allow you to take your cryptocurrency off. <clears throat> they never allow you to take your cryptocurrency off of their exchange. Robinhood was exactly the same. But this week, I have some screenshots and I have sat on Zoom with some folks that have taken their Bitcoin off the Robinhood exchange. But does that mean Robinhood is good for us? I'm going to let you be the judge of that because what I decided to do was do a little bit of a show to really share with you about the uh, Robinhood platform, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent for you. You can make, be the you can be the decision maker, but I'm going to tell you what I know about Robinhood and why I feel like our community needs to be very, very careful in continuing to use their product. Because if you know better, you can do better. And if you know what they're doing, then you can avoid those pitfalls and you can make better decisions. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a second really quickly to share with you that if you downloaded the app within this month, you can go on the app and tell us who your favorite woman in Women's History Month is. And you can win a chance to join us on a special brunch. So when we come forward. We will get back to Robin Hood. This is KBLA Talk 1580.
Nobody's perfect, but everybody's important. Don't change the dial. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. All right. We are here, and we are ready to talk about Robin Hood. That has been robbing the hood since 2013. That's my saying. But you know what? We're going to look at this objectively. So let's talk about Robin Hood as it relates to cryptocurrency. And um, just want to make sure that everyone is clear on what Robin Hood is all about. As I stated, they launched in 2013. And they launched in a very popular way because everyone was interested in investing in stocks, but they really didn't know how to do it. And they became the golden boy of millennial investing. And so folks could even argue that Robin Hood is flat out bad. But again, I'm going to open it up, let you listen to what I have to say. If you still want to use Robin Hood, use it with caution. But there are several reasons why you may not want to use Robinhood. First of all, they came out with this big thing called free trades. And it was one of the biggest selling points because they used to have, uh, they used this commission-free structure to get people on their platform, especially folks that didn't know a better way to invest in stocks and they thought it was cheaper, so they went with them. But a lot of the users actually figured that the monetary s- savings will probably be worth the trade-offs. But Robin Hood is no longer the only show in town. So I know that we are talking about cryptocurrency, but if you must use a platform after we finish here today, just know that there's TD Ameritrade, there's Fidelity, there's Charles Schwab, E-Trade. There are so many other interactive brokers out there that you can get free trades through. You don't have to stick with Robin Hood just because it's hip, just because you think, well, they've marketed to our community for sure. But then the other thing I would uh, would say about um, them is the user interface. They made it really, really easy for you to come on board. And so they do have a lot of shortcomings in that. But one of the other things is the major downtime problems. So as we talk about Bitcoin, and I told you initially a couple of weeks ago, Robinhood was one of the five never to purchase on because they never gave you your Bitcoin. But again, I've seen these screenshots because I don't use it personally. No one in my family uses it personally. But I've seen screenshots from clients and friends who have been able to remove their Bitcoin off the Robinhood platform. So it's no longer they're no longer custodying or holding on to your Bitcoin for dear life themselves. They're allowing you to take it off and put it into your own private wallet, which is absolutely fabulous. However, there are still major downtime problems. In fact, this week when a client of mine was doing a zoom with me and we were talking and I was trying to show her how to take her Bitcoin off the Robinhood platform When it was time for her to take her Bitcoin off and send it to her Ledger wallet, the system froze and she kept getting an error message for the next three to four hours. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm wondering what possibly could have been going on while she was trying to remove her Bitcoin when she couldn't get it moved. Were they trying to figure out uh, how they could stall and maybe that her 
KYC wasn't done properly. You know, just a lot of different things came into our thoughts because she had to, during this three hour period, re-upload her ID, which didn't make sense. If she was already trading on the platform, if she was already ready and able to get into that, that screen that showed that she could withdraw her Bitcoin, then why were they again asking her to KYC? when she had already done so. So it just leads me to believe that even though Robinhood has put this feature there, they're going to be very reluctant to give you your Bitcoin when you need it. And that's no different from the other downtimes that people experience when they're doing stocks. One of the other issues um, is the delayed Bitcoin quote. So if you are purchasing Bitcoin on Robinhood, there's a delayed quote. Why is that? Because people can charge you on an exchange. Exchanges can charge you whatever they see fit to charge you. So let's just round it off and say, you know, Bitcoin was $40,000 even right now today. Right now, this second when I get ready to hit the send button. But when I look over at the Binance platform, Bitcoin is 38. But then I go over here and I look at the Kraken website and it's 41 or I'm trying to buy it in my edge wallet and it's 36. Like what is the price differential? The delayed crypto quote or the Bitcoin quote on Robinhood allows them to manipulate the price. So while you may have those no fees, their price of Bitcoin, every single time I've asked someone to screenshot it when it's time for them to buy their Bitcoin or after they purchased their Bitcoin, they will find that their Bitcoin was higher than anywhere else that they could have purchased. So that is what happens when they do a delay Bitcoin quote. They're able to manipulate that price. And most of the time it's manipulated up and not down. So we don't even have to have that conversation. Um, as you know, I mean, there's there's just so many places that you can choose. Um, and Bitcoin is going to be a different price everywhere. We've already talked about that in length. But I want us to know for those of us who still continue to say, you know what? Well, Robinhood is just easy that you're you're absolutely welcome to do what you want to do when you want to do it and how you want to do it. But also understand that Robinhood's real customer is not you. And why do I say that? Because there is something called payment order flow, payment for order flow. And given the trades on Robinhood, how does Robinhood make money if, you know, they're doing free fees? Well, you know, they're able to manipulate the price a little bit. They get a little pinch here of money. They get a little pinch there. But Robinhood has this payment for order flow. And what they're doing, instead of selling your data to high frequency trading firms for massive products, these high frequency firms uh, actually add their information and their data to Robinhood's algorithms to help them better understand the flow of retail money. And Robinhood is getting paid an astronomical amount of money to allow those high frequency trading firms to to be engulfed, to be intertwined in all of the, the moves that you make. 
via the Robinhood platform. So just understand that you are definitely for sale if you are on the Robinhood platform. Your data is not for sale because that's not what they're doing, but how you actually flow in their algorithm and how our retail money works or how we're spending our retail money is what a lot of people are after that are in that space. So ladies and gentlemen, please understand these are just some of the reasons uh, why you should steer away from utilizing uh, Robin Hood as a service. So when we come forward, we will continue to have a talk again. If you're interested in calling in, please do so at 800-920-1580. Again, that number is 800 800- 920-1580 and this is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, all right, all right. And we are back. We are talking about Robin Hood. And really the reason, and there's a lot of you that are listening that are not utilizing Robinhood, but you have family members that are. So whether this is for cryptocurrency or stock, you need to make sure that they have this information because when we know better, we do better. And when people are robbing our community, we need to know and we need to share that information and we need to spread the word or we need to start demanding that they do better by our community because they know that the black and brown community uses Robin Hood uh, more than anybody else because any, a, a lot of these other folks, they have it, financial advisors and trusted brokers that do this for them. But this platform uh, really seeks to uh, get us as their 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 market audience and they we use their services, products and services. So two other things that I want to share with you about Robin Hood. One of them has to do with poor customer service. Ladies and gentlemen, they have terrible customer service. So if there's any issues that happen with your Bitcoin, even if you're still buying on their platform, you will be doing an email campaign for a very long time to get the resolve that you need for your specific issue. So the customer service is awful. So if you want to be treated like that, Go ahead and use Robinhood because they're one of the ones that I always get complaints about that they've sent tens, 10, maybe 20 emails back and forth and they still hadn't gotten their situations resolved. So just know that that's an issue. And last but not least, they do not allow you to put your beneficiaries on there. So we talk about in the cryptocurrency space, passing this Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies on to your loved ones, your heirs. And if there's no way for you to put a beneficiary on their site, and again, you can move your Bitcoin off now, off Robinhood. And I don't know if it's for everybody, but I know at least four or five people that I know personally that have been able to do so. But I, So I don't know if it's a bait or if it's for everybody. But the fact is that you can now move it off in self-custody. But they don't allow you to put your beneficiaries on there, even for your stock side. So just beware and just know that if someone is not willing to give what you have worked for, that you have traded, that you have learned how to trade or whatever the case may be to those that you know and love, if something happens to you, unfortunate, just understand that isn't really the, the, the group of people or the company that you need to be doing business with. So in that same respect, I would just say, you know, you can do whatever you like to do 
with Robinhood. I just wanted to make sure that everyone was clear because there were a lot of questions being asked as to now that Robinhood has begun to allow us to self-custody our coin, should we stay on their platform and buy Bitcoin or should we not? And so based on what I see and what I, I have researched, the answer is still no, just like you shouldn't do stocks there or anything else. Um, just make sure that you're protecting yourself, protecting your money. We don't have any money to lose. We don't have any time to waste. We do not have many do-overs. We don't have any do-overs in our community. It is time for us to really move forward. And we have to be stealth-like. We have to be calculated. We have to pay ch play chess. And uh, Robin Hood is not one that I think that should be on your chess table. So with that being said, when we come forward, we're going to go into our daily dollar cost average. So please get ready with your black Wall Street wallet if you haven't already done so. Download it. Uh, you're going to have to go through the KYC, but I'm going to walk you through just a simple process of how to do a daily dollar cost average on the black Wall Street wallet. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are rooting for everybody black. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. All right, all right, everyone. It is time for us to dollar cost average. As you know, every day live on air, I am buying $6 worth of Satoshis. So for those of you that don't know, a Satoshi is the smallest increment of a Bitcoin. Just like there are a hundred pennies in a dollar, there are a hundred million Satoshis in a Bitcoin. And with that being said, I am going to open up my Black Wall Street wallet app. I am going to open it. And today I see a new video. It says needs versus wants, which is incredible. Mr. Hill Harper has that video up. Uh, I got to watch that after we get off. Uh, what you're going to do is you're going to actually go to the bottom of the screen and you're going to click on that purple circle that has the two arrows that are going different directions. Once you get in there, you're going to click on the link that says buy Bitcoin. From there, you're going to click one time because it gives you the option to set this up one time or do it every day starting today. Or you can do it every week starting today. Or once on the 1st and the 15th. Y'all remember the 1st and the 15th? I grew up in the neighborhood, so I know about the 1st and the 15th with other folks' parents. I will say that uh, my mother and father did not have to participate, uh, thankfully. But uh, definitely know about the 1st and 15th. But that was the, just, just something that made me smile a second ago. But you can also do $6 every single month if that's what you want to do. But because we're doing this dollar cost average a day to see what it looks like in 365 days of me doing this, we're going to do one time. I'm going to click on six dollars. I'm going to hit continue. Then it's going to tell me my purchase price today. Bitcoin is forty thousand eight hundred and eighty two dollars on this particular platform. And my charge or my fee is eleven only eleven cents. So I'm going to hit confirm. And I have just purchased on the Black Wall Street wallet $6 worth of Bitcoin, which is $6 worth of Satoshis. And I am able to track my trade and do all those things. I'm going to hit done on there. And it really it shows that I have purchased that in Bitcoin. It is now in my Bitcoin 
part of my wallet as opposed to my U.S. dollar part of my wallet. And I'm excited about that. So I'm going to repeat every single day that a DCA a day keeps poverty away. So I'm excited about helping our community, just really giving us some instruction as to what we need to be doing doing uh, in this quest to stack Satoshis. So our starting point again, ladies and gentlemen, is just dollar cost averaging what you can. Your initial goal is one million Satoshis, which right now today will cost you approximately $400. But if you don't have the $400, you start where you are. But if you have the $400, start there. Uh, again, do not invest more than you can afford to lose. I'm not a financial advisor providing any financial advice, just telling you and sharing with you what we as a community should be doing in this time where money is changing. And that's really all it takes. You can do this manually or you can set it up and do what's called set it or forget it. For those of you that are looking for a way to secure your own Bitcoin, uh, you can get that ledger that we talked about. And I have a course to really help you. It's actually a live event to help you uh, download and set up your ledger wallet. But if you have any friends and family that need to listen in, please make sure that you ask them to download this app. Ladies and gentlemen, do not touch this dial. It is time to make way for the D.L. Hughley Show. D.L. is the truth. And I am your host, Naja Roberts. And this is Ahead of the Crypto Curve. And this is the fabulous KBLA Talk 1580. And we are unapologetically progressive. I got to fly. I need a jet. I need room for my legs. I got a baby. I need some money. Yeah. I need teeth for my egg. All y'all in trouble. Bring brass knuckles to scuffle. I heard that Cardi went pop. Yeah. They go pop. Pop. That's me busting their bubble. I'm the signing with the drip. Baby mommy with the clip. KBLA 1580 Santa